Monday Club Clips brought to you by rhinotradeinsurance.com. What do you want to, what part of this uh, amendment to would you like to explore? I don't know, mate. There's, there's so much of it that's come out. You know, when, when you look at what came out in Amendment 1 and now compared it to yeah, you know, stuff that's coming out You don't out need to use an Earthward anymore. You don't need to yeah. use an Earthward. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then this, and then it was, these are all the mistakes we made. We've corrected yeah. them now, but we ain't really, because there'll be some more mistakes corrected in Amendment 2. In Amendment 2, it's like, here's the 19th edition. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much how it's gone, isn't it? here who's not read it? I've not read it. So how do uh, you know because I'm not an idiot. No, <laughs> you know it. what? Because we have these conversations, I have conversations at work, I have conversations here. None of it's none of it's set in stone yet. I've heard obviously ZS values might be going getting stricter again, uh, which blows that QTech loop check out the window, doesn't it? Because that's that's set for one point eight on a ring main. So if that changes, they're gonna have to redesign that. Hmm. Almost like it's done on purpose. Yeah, funny that, isn't it? That almost got. Why would, the why would they? Well. Why would they punt about the ZS rating? Because like, that, that loop check, that loop. Oh, sorry. Why would they change it? Yeah, they changed yeah. it in the eighteenth, didn't they? And the seventeenth, I think. Mm. Or oh, one of the amendments of the seventeenth. Why? Yeah. They make it, why? They're always fiddling with. Spencer, they it, why? They make it stricter, don't they? Why? The mate, well, I don't know. Speak to Spencer. He's trying to ask Spencer. You keep your. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the, the section that that's dealt with is in one of the committees I sit on. I mean, the last major thing I remember changing on there was when they did the uh, the 80% values. They added the C, the C minimum factor. That was mm-hmm. that was the last thing. Obviously, that's due to voltage variations, those sorts of things. But other than that, um, I'm struggling to remember a time when, you know, there's been any real major changes. Other than obviously with harmonisation, the change in, in voltages. It, it, it's, um, it's fair to say though, if this does go through unamended uh, or even minor, minor amendments, this is probably the biggest change I can recall in my career to regulations. And I think well, just well, with what's terms... coming up? Well, hold up, your mic has gone from nothing to like blowing my eardrums out. <laughs> I reckon it's your headphones. No, it's not. <laughs> It's definitely not. <laughs> I've changed the channel. But anyway, listen, let's, go, let's not go. So what's everyone thinking about, especially in regards to AFDDs and uh, Section 8 aside for a second, just in, to drop that AFDDs is a huge, huge thing. And if it goes through... Yeah, we spoke about that last week with Nick, didn't we? That the cost implication is massive. Mm. Uh, I, I, I certainly heard. for domestic customers. I heard something the other day. Someone came to me with this, and I, I'll be honest, I didn't know the answer, but it sounded ridiculous. And he said, AFDDs only work on ring mains. No, the opposite. A- a- anyone heard this? What do you mean, I the think opposite? The issue with them is the don't work current well leakage, isn't it? Is it nine, mil- nine milliamps or something you've got to try and stick as a max leakage on them? I'm sure there's something like that that I've read. Three amps yeah. is, a, is a current, isn't it? It's three amp current, roughly, or 2.5 amp current before they'll. Um before they'll uh, trip in the, in the event of an arc. But um, <clears throat> that's why I think lighting circuits have been um, told as not requiring them. Um, or it's been... Whenever we talk about this, just for those watching and listening, just assume that we're talking about the Amendment 2 goes through. We know it's not been voted on or whatever. Um, 
but yeah, so that, that was that's why I think light and circuits have been left on it because generally with the LEDs nowadays, they're such a low current that they wouldn't even work under um, on an AFDD anyway. Different manufacturers have different minimum currents before they'll work. Some will be 2.5, some will be 3, some will be 3.2 or whatever. Um, when I've done my board recently, as some of you will know, I put AFDDs in and uh, I actually had four lighting circuits in my house. It is ridiculous. Four lighting circuits. So I'll just chuck three circuits off one AFDD um, to try and get the current high enough what to will, be... Um... What What's your concern, said? Sam? I don't have one, but I know someone will moan about it. Yes, I will. Someone <laughs> will. Like, there'll be some virtuous person out there can f- f- bunching them into one breaker. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a know, weird I, one, isn't it? Because when, when you think about it, people will go, you can't stick more than one circuit on a breaker, but it's three lighting radials. So what when that so breaker's don't, seven don't quid? Don't say where you split them from. Rick, so what <laughs> when the breaker's seven quid, when the AFDD's 130, you're thinking about <laughs> bunching them up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's a good point as well, because I think um, everybody's talking about the cost at the moment, but the potential is with Amendment 2, it's not looking at coming in for another two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're looking at introducing it in a year and a half and making it mandatory in a year, two and a half years. So I, I'd like to think in that time it would have come down from 130 quid to, you know, who, who knows what. But I, I think it's fair to say if it doesn't, it would never pass. It would never go through if they're still too expensive because ultimately, the, the, you know, the tier one companies just couldn't afford it to. <laughs> and yeah. there, is that, there is that aspect to, to the regulations that there is a lot of people from big tier one companies involved in it. And if it don't suit them, then it won't go through. Well, put it this way. If, if the likes of Hager, um, I don't know the, I don't know the manufacturing quality of it, but if the likes of Hager, Eaton and the like, don't come up with single module AFDDs, RCD, and MCB all in one device, one single pole device, excuse me, then uh, Crabtree are going to walk away with the market because there's going to be no one, no one's going to install in a domestic set anything other than a single module. Wilex do it as well. Uh, sorry, that's, that's what I meant. I do apologise. Yeah, Wilex do, I don't know about it, but Wilex do the single module. The only trouble with that, as I've said before, is when everything's okay. It's the same owner, isn't it? It's same, uh, it's oh, quite possibly. Yeah. Quite yeah. possibly. Yeah. But when, when everything's... Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's finished. Still finished again. I don't know if it works so loud. You can't even know when I was talking. <laughs> so yeah. So what else do you think about it, Rick? <laughs> I think the big problem with them is when everything's okay with it and it's working normally, it's a red light, and that is <clears> massively <throat> confusing to the consumer. That's like looks in it, the amount of calls we get. And funny enough, the only time we see AFDDs is on our kitchen ring mate. That's the only place I've ever seen them installed on on a casual contract. I've always said it should be installed, installed. to be fair. Well, I think on shower circuits is the main pull cords are always burning out, so it makes absolute sense to have an AFDD on a shower circuit. But they're always on ring mains. Obviously, you get an RCD trip, you go to it, and it's red. You reset it, it's red, and they go, yeah, but it's something wrong with it. Why is it red? No, that's, that's completely normal. But I don't know. What, there must be a reason they've decided to use a red light for normal instead of green. There must quickly, be. It's a for on, isn't it? Red light for on. Perhaps, the, um, yeah. The fact that... Wilex do a single pole one. I'm too far away, aren't I? The, the fact that Wilex do a single one, does that... Why would the other manufacturers bring out not single ones? Is that, is that Wilex, Wilex one a bit rubbish or what? One, one module. 
is uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just before people go, we're not talking about single pole and double pole because you know. So yeah, one, well, one I should, I should say as well that if you want the equivalent Hager and the equivalent Eager, that's three modules. Mm. Three modules as opposed to one, and so you've no, got, that's to crazy. Find, you've got to find three times the space in your consumer unit to uh, to fit these. So you're really talking two consumer units stack stacked consumer units in a, a normal domestic house. I, I just don't see, which is great for Hagar because they do a lovely range in them. But <laughs> but, but if you're if, you need to work on council, Rick. How many your, your councils are going to go for the most economical choice if they're made to the standard? But this is, this is the conversation you're having now, because obviously if AFDD's coming, even if it is two and a half years away, you know, I, I'm always speaking to the QS and we're always talking about these sort of things that you've got to start bringing it in there. And at the moment, there's only my, the council I work for don't stick AFDD's in anywhere. Um, the one closest to us do, but only on kitchen remains, which is a bit, like I say, the thoughts you get on kitchen remains, it seems a bit silly. The only place I'd really realistically say we should be installing them everywhere is shower circuits. Is the, is the kitchen remain off the back of uh, the reports of Grenfell and the white goods, that sort of thing, Rick? Or do you not know that much about it? I, I don't, but we're talking in houses. We're not talking in blocks of flats and stuff. Mm. You know, we're talking in, and it's not everywhere. It's in, you know, some, well, obviously the subcontractor's gone in and they've got their new spec sheet and for whatever reason they've said remain. 32 amp uh, but like I said realistically from being out in the field or from anyone that's done this shower pool cords are the things that always go always always mm. going uh, burning out and that is exactly where an AFDD would be amazing I've been to houses where like the neutrals burnt out about 250 mil back they say oh yeah we just kept switching it back on but did it not smell burning yeah but we turned it back on it stayed on so we just carried on using it and it's well that's crazy you know what I mean an AFDD isn't quite that easy to you don't just switch it back on and walk away dude there's a process to it which the sort of person that keeps switching back on even you smell burning probably wouldn't be able to work out to get it re-energized you know you um, make a real good point rick and ironically the regs the, the draft version might exclude showers because it's for 32 amps and under so you uh, know you might yeah, you might true. find that your scenario is actually going to be one of the things that can be risk assessed away then, from having afdd yeah perhaps manufacturers will start doing it like at the moment we have to install some manufacturer's guidance from Myra otherwise they won't honour their warranty so so you have to has to be on a 40 amp mm. breaker has to be on a 10 mil cable so has that's to have a really full bar water <clears throat> isolator valve that's really interesting so under current um, if it goes along the way we think it's looking like it will go um, one of the highest risks of burnout in the in, in your experience Rick mm. is probably not going to be covered under AFDDs yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a burnout apart from, well, obviously you do sometimes get a, a loose connection in the socket, of course you do, but the main <clears> things <throat> are obviously showers and people overloading socket fronts, washing machines burning out, you know, as they do. Or that was my understanding. That was my understanding that they're, they're really for dodgy appliances and stuff like that can, can be really useful for dodgy appliances. Um, that was the whole thing with Grenfell. Nick was talking about it last week, about that is what caused the the, the fire. Um, so maybe, maybe, so what would they do? Would they, in Amendment 2, will they just put like, right, for kitchen and stuff like that, you've got to have it, or will they just blanket the board? Every, every circuit's got to have it. But you guys were talking about the lighting circuit doesn't really require them, and it probably and won't. Probably won't uh, trigger on a lighting circuit. 
Yeah, at the moment, as I've read it, it's any circuit 32 amp and under. Uh, with the exception um, of the uh, lighting circuits, specialist equipment, and circuits that feed life safety systems such as emergency lighting or fire alarms. Is that because of nuisance tripping? I imagine so, yes. It's the whole cost versus safety argument, isn't it? And AFDDs, <coughs> if they're going to reduce fires and protect lives, then you know, they're going to have to start getting installed. Nuisance tripping. It's nothing called nuisance tripping. It's a device doing exactly what it was designed to do. So why why not why not stick it on five <laughs> systems then? Why is it why is it being emitted from that? Well, no, it might reason? be emitted, but I don't believe in the term nuisance stripping. Fair I, comment. I think it's a it's an absolute misnomer. It, it, it's the device doing exactly what it's designed to do. If there's a fault, it's doing something to to operate. But, but it's still a nuisance, though, Spence. Depends <laughs> <laughs> who you are, really. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, the device is doing doing its job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's annoyingly, I fucking try hard to, to battle against that. And I can't really find a reason to do it. But well, let's be fair. Yeah. The word nuisance tripping did come from obviously filament light bulb blowing, and it trips it out. Which you're right, it's doing it's doing the job correctly. But when a light bulb blows, obviously it was a nuisance, wasn't it? it was, but yeah, you're quite right. The device is doing exactly what is what is um, trying nuisance. to do, which brings us on to why is it being emitted then? So if we're saying nuisance tripping, you know, it's, there must be a reason. It must it must trip. It must cause it to trip under a condition that it's not meant to, if that makes sense. If I would hazard a guess that. that they're looking at the risk of the risk is probably greater if that safety system stops unnecessarily than if that fault uh, that protection by AFDD is not there. The risk is. Does that? Oh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm struggling to put that into words. But well, yeah, because the sensible part is saying almost like you know, yeah, it could be arcing, but that's less of a risk than the the equipment going yes, off. Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, which is obviously <clears throat> horrifying to hear. Actually, <laughs> knowing what arcing could eventually end up being, um, and you know, I guess if you're in a situation like a hospital, for instance, and regular checks should be happening anyway. Um, you're going to pick be it up before it becomes an, an issue for an AFDD to potentially pick up anyway, you could argue. I always use it. Um, so I still design uh, with RCDs as an additional protection now. There's so many put it as standard. Whereas I, if RCD protection is not required, then I don't install RCD protection. And you do get a certain, certain um, <clears throat> generation of electricians that just talk, just RCD it, RCD it. And if it's not required, I won't install an RCD. I'll try and avoid an RCD unless it's required. It's, it saves you doing a lot of jobs, though, doesn't it? Installing Isn't there an RCD. A that goes with it. <clears throat> if in doubt, RCD it out or something. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think I've heard something like that. Yeah. It's nonsense. You have now. Uh, mm. AFDDs are coming, aren't they? The AFDDs are definitely <clears throat> coming, whether whether we like it or not. And the, the cost versus safety argument will only last for so long because Stuart makes a good point. Eventually, that price point's going to come down. And Sam said it's to cover issues with electrical equipment and fires. I think at the minute, we do have the argument that consideration needs to be given about the cost because people aren't even going to have RCDs installed. Uh, if it says, if it says, if that meant, if the, someone say the word in again for the, the, um, for that amendment, someone say the word in again. What are you talking about? What wording? It's, it's something for, like for, for AFDDs, AFDDs shall be installed. Shall be installed. And what, what are the exclusions in that? So AFDDs shall be, uh, shall be installed in single phase 
domestic dwellings, with the exception of certain uh, certain equipment, such as motors. It does list them. But it's quite unusual. I don't think you'd have that, you'd use that ex exception many times. Lighting and uh, life safety systems, such as emergency so, liners, smoke alarms, fire alarms. So actually, the only way, the only circuits you're going to be using AFDDs on <coughs> is ring mains, ring mains and radials. radials. Yeah, not even on the lighting because it says you don't have to. Mm. So sure it, is the cost that big now? So how many oh. how many ring mains are going to have in the house? One the, 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 the price the price of one AFDD. Is is probably double the price most council contractors would pay for a whole board. Yes, definitely. But if we're if we're talking about just, it's not that big. <clears throat> it's not that big a deal. And certainly in two and a half years, if you're only putting in say three, four AFDDs, it's not. It's not like you've got to populate the whole board with AFDDs. No, but re what's reworking of the circuits about, as well. It's, it's about six hundred pound now, though, isn't it, for four AFDDs without yeah. the board? Yeah. Mm. So yeah. that's, that's you know you know you get a, a dual RCD board for sixty quid. Well, you can't. They won't work off dual RCD boards for a start. No, but that's that's yeah. what people are installing now. So we say, right, we've got to use AFDDs now. Just for four AFDDs is six hundred pound. Mm. You'd like, and then you've got the other board to house them in. Yeah. Then you've got to find so, the the space in that. Sorry, Mark, go on, mate. I was going to say there's adjustment to the wiring as well because there is a limit on the amount of equipment equipment you can have onto an AFDD. I'm sure I've read that it's nine milliamps of current leakage across them. So if you've got a large ring main with a lot of stuff plugged into it, it probably ain't going to work anyway. You know, there's there's other considerations than the actual cost of the device itself. Are we too know. soon with this amendment? Well, no, it's on, like, like, we... like, Stuart, like Stuart said, this is still like two and a half, maybe three and a half years away before it's going to be if it's going to be even brought in. And hopefully the technology might move along with the AFDDs and certainly the price point should shift. Yeah, that's, that's well, so, the most important part, isn't it, at the moment, is the price. The price mm. needs to come down for them to be viable. <clears throat> On domestic setting, yeah. But Mark, just, so are you saying that some AFDDs will, have, will, be, um, will suffer as a result of um, leakage and will affect their reliability to work? I believe so. I'm sure I have read some Ooh. technical documents on that's, that. I'd have to double check. That's, that's what I, I sort of understood as well, Mark. Mm. And I, I, I was under the impression as well that the RCD versions can get blinded as well, like they can with uh, normal yes. RCBOs. Is that in the beam? Yeah. I, I, sorry? Say again? The beam guidance that they put up. It could uh, be. I'm not sure. I'd have yeah. to cross-check. Cross but I'm sure I've read that you're allowed a maximum of 9 milliamps of leakage across an AFDD for it to be reliable. Please tell most me. Electrical equipment leaks naturally anyway, so you're gonna gonna get that quite easily. Certainly. Please tell me that Neil's installed these these AFDDs in his house with all the DCs got going on. Please tell me they're useless. <laughs> no, <laughs> I reckon must be. Listen, I, I, I'm a bit of a skeptic about this ACA Type A thing because I had um, Type. I can't remember which is the ones you're not supposed to have. Type AC is what currently is for general use. Is that correct? Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So yeah. I've got two, I had two type AC RCDs, dual split load board um, in, in, in installed with the house. And um, I've got DC everywhere and they work fine. But it, Neil, are they, uh, are they Wilex ones by any chance? <clears throat> BG. Okay. Because I know Wilex had a problem for a while that their, their RCDs were only marked up as type AC, but they were type A. Mm. 
So we bought a batch of Type A direct from Wilex, and they all came marked up Type A C, and we queried on them, and they went, "Oh yeah, we marked them up wrong." Oh, okay, that's, <laughs> that's a good guy, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll press the test button, um, and they've always worked. And I just think, and, they're, and they're, that was a split load ball, so I had half the house on it, and they've always worked. And um, I wonder how much DC you've got to have before you really fall foul of an AC. Um, RC. I know there's some test rigs being put out, but I'm not quite sure how that. That's the, that's the test button on the device, which is basically. But that's what gets saturated, isn't it? That's the videos I've seen that the test button won't work. Yeah. Can you use a, a conventional tester to test AFDDs? You can't test mm. them. You can't test them. No, at the moment. Well, not unless you, you want to fork out for like a 20 odd grand piece of kit. Mm. But also, um, MCBs are not testable. So that, that argument doesn't swing with me. Yeah, SPDs are the same, and they can't test yeah. them. Just a little window, you change them at. <clears throat> so there's got, to be a, there's got to be a relatively uh, a bit of trust from the installer to the manufacturer to say, you've built this, it works, and it should work. And it's got to under rigorous tests, because we don't, we don't test MCBs to make sure they trip at 6 amp if it's a 6 amp MCB, do we? We take it for its word. Hmm. All right, mate. That's an argument that's gone round in circles for years, even with our CDs. Monday Club Clips brought to you by rhinotradeinsurance.com. <laughs>